welcome to the Words of Grace podcast, where we seek to clarify, amplify, and apply the Sunday morning sermon at Grace Community Church. From time to time, we'll address other topics. We hope these podcasts help you press the Word of God into your everyday life. Good afternoon. Today is February the 20th, and we're here for another Words of Grace podcast. Hello, Scott. Good afternoon, Justin. Good afternoon. How are you doing this Evening, afternoon. I was going to say evening, but it's really afternoon. It's afternoon. I'm yeah. doing well. I'm yeah. doing well. It's a Monday. We had a wonderful day yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. We started new adult studies. Mm-hmm. They were very full. Mm-hmm. So if you were in one of those, we're, we're going to help that this next week, maybe give you some different rooms. Well, I heard they were more than full. I heard they were packed them in. Like Yeah, we were packed. Something in the can. Yeah. Yeah. We had a class on Genesis and a class on how to study the Bible and mm. very exciting. Just good energy in those rooms and new members class as well. Yeah. We had a lot of people seeking membership at Grace mm-hmm. and thinking about that. And it was three, wonderful. Three baptisms. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful day. It was a great day. Good singing. I, I think at one point I just sat there and wanted to listen to the congregation. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. just beautiful. You know, the Christian life is lived... Um, Outside of ten thirty to whatever we go to, it's supposed to be eleven forty five, but sometimes some sky goes a little longer. Yeah, but you know, let's say ten thirty to noon. Uh, the Christian life is lived outside of ten thirty to mm. noon on Sunday morning. But man, ten thirty to noon on Sunday morning yeah. is so important. Yeah, and so helpful. Yeah, so God honoring and yeah, and edifying to the church and opportunity for people yeah. to hear the gospel. It's yeah. just a wonderful time to gather so yeah, yeah. while grateful. you're on that you know i think it was we were talking in the new members class yesterday and just a good reminder of of that of the importance of gathering together as a congregation and mm-hmm. the importance of you know saying it's your line sometimes it's just about showing up mm-hmm. and sometimes you know, may not feel like it maybe you've had a hard week or you know challenging season of life but mm-hmm. That, that gathered time of God's people mm-hmm. is so helpful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes being in that room mm-hmm. and just hearing God's people sing, mm-hmm. the preaching of God's word, praying together can really mm-hmm. realign your focus. Mm-hmm. And it's super helpful. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, it was great. So we're in First Peter and we were, yeah. um, we're kind of getting to that section where we're starting to see. Uh, the uh, the Peter start talking a little bit about some of the commands and mm-hmm. and this is the the one in First Peter of be holy for I'm holy yeah yeah, yeah. So first let, chapter yeah so give us a little bit of a recap uh, from the sermon well we have progressed in in the first chapter uh, slowly but we have we have progressed mm-hmm. along uh, so that in the first part of the first chapter Peter is describing the great salvation of God he's describing yeah. the mercy of God in our salvation and he's really uh, describing Christians, uh, people who are born again and have a living hope and have a future inheritance and are waiting for the return of Christ and in the meantime sojourning and keeping hope in the struggles and trials and testings of faith. And so it's very descriptive. And then a couple of weeks ago, we we turned a little bit of a corner there in the middle of chapter one where he says he starts giving them commands. The first one was to set their hope on the grace to be brought to them when Christ returns. Mm-hmm. The second great command in that section, the second half of 1 Peter 1, is to be holy mm-hmm. because God is holy. Yeah. And uh, so that was the focus on Sunday. Um, and we briefly talked about you know who we are. We are the obedient children of God. So it's a command to the children of God, meaning it's a command to, children who, to people who are already children of God. Mm-hmm. It's not a command for people to become children of God by yeah. being holy. It's a command for the already children of God to now live mm-hmm. in holiness. 
so who, who we are. And then the command uh, itself, don't be conformed to your former ways. Uh, be, mm-hmm. you know, be conformed to Christ. Be holy. Um, and uh, let's see, so the who and the what, mm-hmm. the why. Yeah. Uh, you know, because because God disciplines his children, because Christ has ransomed us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talked about how. Yeah. And that is just collect up everything that he says. It's not so much a formula. Yeah, I, I like that you said that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really a collecting up in our minds of who we are in Christ and what Christ has done for us and what God's call mm-hmm. on our lives is. And really letting that be the focus of our attention and yeah. let it seep down into our soul so that we're really transformed from the inside out to, yeah. to pursue a life that looks like Christ. Yeah. Yeah. I really, and I know you, you mentioned before the podcast, you're going to spend more on the, the, that, that verse about being ransomed. Yeah. But, but I, that was really helpful to me. You know, when you were talking about uh, the why mm-hmm. and you got into verse 18 and 19, mm-hmm. we, we pursue holiness. Why? Because he's ransomed us. Mm-hmm. But boy, didn't that overlap a little bit with the how, mm-hmm. like kind of our motivation? You yeah. Know? Well, I'm motivated to do this, not because this is making me right mm-hmm. with God, but because he's ransomed mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. So out of the overflow of his love for me, mm-hmm. I want to pursue Christ's likeness, mm-hmm. holiness, yeah. because of what he's done for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really a method of, of the New Testament, really the Bible, mm-hmm. uh, all the Bible, but you see it in, in uh, the gospel writers, you see it in the epistles. There's a method of um, when it comes to the way we're supposed to live, what what the what the Bible does is it simply puts Jesus before us, before yeah. our eyes. The writer of Hebrews does mm-hmm. it this way: fix your eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith, mm-hmm. as a way of enduring. Yeah. So the method is not. It, there are practical steps that can help us. So I want to be careful. I yeah. don't. That I'm not overstating this. There are very practical things that we can do to help us walk in Christ likeness but mm-hmm. the the real method of the new testament is to constantly be putting Jesus before our eyes so that we can see him and that it then pulls us forward in the step by step obedience and that's what Peter is doing in chapter 1 here when he talks about the ransom but that's next week we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah yeah that's right that's right <laughs> um well for this week i've got a pretty simple question but yeah. it's maybe one that when people have read this in the past, may feel when they read this, but when you read "Be holy, for I am holy," mm-hmm. it can feel like a burden has been placed on you, mm-hmm. and like, how can I ever measure up to that? Because God is so perfect, and I am so not mm-hmm. this side of heaven, even though I am in Christ. <laughs> but man, that feels like a law has been placed on me. I yeah. can't measure up, and. How do I pursue this in grace and in faith, but knowing I'm not going to measure up? So how help us with that a little bit. That, okay. How do we do that? How do we pursue that knowing that... How do we pursue holiness? Yeah, knowing that we're never going to measure up to okay. this to some degree. Okay. Well, a couple quick thoughts I would say is, is number one, I mentioned it yesterday in the sermon. Re- remember that God, God has his way of being holy. Okay. And he has his way for us to be holy. Okay. So be holy because the Lord is holy. So, yes, but remember that God is holy because God is God, hmm. and he is holy, holy, holy. Yeah. So the holiest holy one. Okay. And that he is holy in all. The, he, he is holy, meaning he is perfect in all of his attributes, hmm. in his very being and essence. Okay. He does not need to be redeemed. Right. <laughs> he doesn't need to be saved. Yeah. He's 
always been perfect and always will be perfect and is perfect today. So he's holy in the perfections of his attributes. We, on the other hand, are humans and will always be humans. We will never be deity. We will always be redeemed humanity. Mm -hmm. And as redeemed humanity, we can't say that we are holy or in fallen humanity or redeemed humanity, we can't say that we are holy in the sense that we are perfect in all our, our attributes. We can say we are made holy by God, giving, given a status mm-hmm. of being saved by grace, and therefore the righteousness of Christ is wrapped around us, mm-hmm. counted as ours, and we stand before God as righteous in Christ. And he is then also making us holy in the sense that he is conforming us to the image of his son. So both are holy. God's holy. We're to be holy. But two different ways. God being holy in his being in essence and we Mm -hmm. being granted a holiness that is alien to us and not ours. It's Christ's. Mm -hmm. He's given it to us. And then he is transforming us on an ongoing basis. So we should just remember those, those two things. And then the other way that we hear the command to be holy without becoming overwhelmed is that we realize that this is what God is making us to be. Hmm. It's progressive. Okay. We are becoming like Christ hmm. through the process of growth and repentance and knowledge of Christ and awareness of sin and more repentance and more faith and growing and transforming. You see, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a relational, uh, uh, ongoing uh, walking with God, God in, interacting with God, mm-hmm. that we're becoming like Christ. So let's don't get discouraged. Yeah, you know, let let's trust the Lord is working. Let's rest in mm-hmm. His grace. Let's yeah. let's you know let let's don't get caught up on what we're not. You yeah. know, let's let's repent and by faith obey and move forward and trust mm-hmm. that the Lord is doing this work in us. Yeah, I think with that attitude, we can then actually, we can pursue it. Mm-hmm. So the book of Hebrews chapter 12 says, strive for peace or pursue peace and the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Mm-hmm. So if we understand that this is God's activity in us, then we can pursue it with a sense of hope Okay, that he will get us there. Okay. Yeah. So I... That, that's the way I would sort of encourage somebody if the command to be holy is overwhelming. Yeah. Is remember, it's not a command to be God. Yeah. And good. second, it's, it, it is a command that God himself is fulfilling. Yeah. He is determined to make us like his son. Yeah. And so what we're doing is, is, is praying by grace in the spirit that mm. we, will, we will walk in step with that. Yeah. And I like that, that you use the word progressive so, you know, I, I would imagine there may be people that come to church, maybe they're newer in their faith and they're in a study with someone, I'm thinking practical here, and they look at someone and like, man, I'm just not where that person is. And they get down and they feel like there's not hope, but knowing this is progressive yeah. and, and the Lord is working in me. And I think too, the other thing that I like that you said is, is trusting the Lord to do the work. Yeah. It is leaning on him to help you mm-hmm. become more holy. Yeah. But again, I think you're right, because I think what I heard when I was a young kid, this first, be holy for I'm holy, is be God. Yeah. You're like, well, no, 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 that's not what he's asking. Mm-hmm. You won't. But he's asking you to be like him mm-hmm. and to grow in holiness, because mm-hmm. the goal of this is to be more and more like Christ. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I would wrap up by, by yes, and I would wrap up by encouraging the people of Grace Community Church, and really anybody listening to this, is, is to remember this. The Christian life, living as a Christian, is walking with God. Mm-hmm. We cannot disengage. Yeah. Or we cannot think that we can only hit some to-do list kinds of things that are Christian, you know, laws or rules and think we're really going to progress. We are walking with God. It is an internal, in the heart, ongoing, mind uh, engaged, repentance and faith and growth. Mm -hmm. We are engaging with God. And so that... If we're as we're doing that, God's going to do His work. So yeah. I want to be be encouraged, people. God's yeah. going to do His work. Just yeah. stay engaged with Him in prayer and the Word and His people and obedience, and He'll He'll get us there. He's yeah. going to get us there. Yeah, it, it's um, you know we look at the, the what we call the spiritual disciplines, right, of the mm-hmm. faith, and we often say around here, and others have said it's not just grace, but these are means of grace. Mm-hmm. So engage in those and trust the Lord to work mm-hmm. in and through mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. which is the showing up to church, mm-hmm. you know, reading your Bible, praying, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, all of these means of grace that mm-hmm. will God will use yeah. to grow us more and more and yeah. become like yeah. Him. Yeah. Well, uh, a great sermon on on holiness and what that means and what that doesn't mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, we look forward to a week coming up. We're going to be talking mm-hmm. a little bit more about being ransomed. That's right. The ransom that that Christ paid to deliver us. Great. Well, we look forward to it. All All right.